How you doing, honky tonkers? Stan the Joke Man talking. You know, before he even became president, I told all of my friends Donald Trump does not have the mental capacity to be president. What I meant by that was being a guy that's actually spoken with Donald Trump in the past and somebody that's read a lot about him and followed him for years, just like you have. I knew he was full of shit then, and I know he's full of shit now. When I say there's no capacity in that brain of his, I mean, there's no room for anybody else but him. I told all my friends there's no way in hell he'll ever be able to accept becoming federal property. Yeah, he's not used to restraints and being told no. He'll never be able to, he'll crumble. God, I get tired of being right. Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man Show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LSC. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Stand the Joke Man. hearing because we have nothing else. I love turning on the TV and seeing the idiots just spewing their pointless, idiotic, all-over-the-place bullshit. It's so moronic to watch these asinine on behalf of these fucking idiots. They get up there to do only one thing and one thing only. It's complete false bravado. They know it. Anybody with common sense knows it. They get up there and they just start slinging spaghetti. One second he's talking about Hunter Biden. The next second he's talking about the immigration thing. What's the fucking question to Merrick Garland? Do you have a question or are you just showing your fat fucking ass to your constituents so you can get votes, stay in office, and get them big fat fucking paychecks, campaign contributor kickbacks, and benefits for you and your family forever? Oh, you bitches come cheap. You bitches come so cheap, you'll just take that and sell out your own country. That's how come China owns and Saudi Arabia owns our fucking turnpikes. And what do you false Republicans do? What do you false fuckers like Frank Kidding and Steady Britches and every fucking Republican that gets in that fucking office do? Push for more turnpikes. Well, I'll tell you something. You unmen and you broodmare bitches who keep running for office, the clock is ticking. And your record and every vote you're making right now is going to be scrutinized. Your name is on it. All that legislation you've passed attacking little kids and shit, you're going to answer for it. You and your families, I guarantee it the rest of your life. You un-American motherfuckers. You should be afraid. You know, we have billions. All that weed money. All of it. Supposed to go to public schools. Then you stuck your head up your ass and you voted for Stiddy Bridges two times, somebody who's not even from Oklahoma, and Ryan Walters, that skinny little prick, you know what they did with all that weed money? They defied you and they locked it up in what they call a savings account as though those public schools don't need it now. And you give them a pass. 
You give them a pass because they got that R in front of your name. You're a symbol-minded person. Yeah, the R stands for retard. (laughs) You're listening to Half-Ass News on the Stan the Joke Man Show. The question is, why? Taking a quick look here at some of the uh, headlines. Important to me, bitches. Fort man has been arrested early this morning after allegedly shooting and killing his neighbor's 42-year-old son who had been trimming tree limbs along his fence line Sunday evening. Edward something what the fuck Lakowski, 78, confronted Brian Ford about being on his property before threatening the shooting. The VSO said in the post when uh, Ford refused to leave, what the fuck Lakowski uh, shot the man who died despite life-saving measures by the first two deputies in the scene. Ford's mother told sheriff's deputies in a 911 call that her son had been trimming the trees at her house, which is directly next to what's-his-face's house, when her neighbor shot him. She also mentioned Ford's 8-year-old son was near him when the shooting happened. Stop trying to cover for the fucking 8-year-old. How do we know he didn't open up on the bastard? Yeah. Hey, folks, when somebody tells you to get off their property... Get off their fucking property, okay? You cannot justify trespassing. No way. Big question is, reasonable force used? I don't know. Let's continue with the story. The uh, shooter's wife told authorities her husband didn't mean to do this and just meant to scare him. Uh Uh-oh. Eddie's attorney ain't going to want to hear that. Now, he introduced a gun into the situation, which is his constitutional right. Question is, did he really intend to scare him, or was he in fear for his life because the guy had a tree trimmer on his property and wouldn't leave? I'd go with that before I went. I just went out there to scare him. But it sounds like you already created the narrative. So since that's what we're going with, then that means you're not going to be able to use the tree trimmer he had in his hand as a weapon defense. You've already set the groundwork for your narrative. Way to go. Why would you say that? My husband just meant to scare him. He must have mentioned it when he came in to get the gun. Or maybe he mentioned it on his way out the door when he decided to bring a gun into the situation. Which is 100% protected by the Constitution of the United States. A loaded gun. And then what do you know? He shot and killed a man just to scare him. We got to get two things about this right, okay? You got a neighbor that's got a great big tree crossing the property line, rubbing your roof. It is not on your neighbor to do that maintenance and management of your roof. It is on you. You know why? That tree limb. As soon as it crosses that property line, that part of the tree is yours, folks. It is yours. Cut those fucking limbs right down. It's on you. It's not the neighbor's responsibility. It's yours. It's your property. That's right. It doesn't matter. Now, if the tree's fucking dead on the neighbor's property and the limb is hanging over, yeah, now you've got a legal argument. It's on the neighbor. Now, they've got to make sure it, yeah, your roof gets damaged from a dead tree, but if that tree's alive, it's on you to do the maintenance, folks. Sorry, you bought the fucking house. And if you got to trim, now if you do have to fucking trim a tree, Lim, 
When somebody tells you to get the fuck off their property, they mean it. You shouldn't have been there in the first fucking place. You can cut that limb right up to the property line, but don't you dare enter your neighbor's property without their permission to cut any fucking tree limbs or you're going to end up in this shit. I think he'll get involuntary manslaughter. That's what I think. But who? what the fuck do I know? Donald Trump's hack-off son, Donald Trump Jr., all the spokespeople are saying his uh, account was hacked. I could give a shit. Why is that news? I think any man with a spokesperson is a pussy. Yeah, because can't speak for themselves. Isn't that right, you little tampon? Alabama band director who was arrested after refusing to stop his band's performance at a high school football game is uh, having a grapple with the aftermath of being tased by police. Really? Tased by police? Johnny Mims, band director at Minor High School, said he's uh, having to regain regular use of his arm after police tased him and is you know, concerned about his students who uh, witnessed the incident. It really fucked the students up, too. Birmingham police released body camera footage of the encounter. It shows Mims being tased as police, you know, nearby scream. The incident began Thursday when officers uh, asked band directors from both schools to stop their performances after a football game at a PD Jackson Olin High School so people would leave the stadium. The home team band stopped playing when asked, but Mims instructed his band to continue performing. BPD officers attempted to take the band director into custody for disorderly conduct when a physical altercation ensued between the band director, Birmingham City School System personnel, and BPD officers. The arresting officers alleges that the band director pushed him during the arrest, the police statement said. The arresting officer then subdued the band director with a taser, which ended the physical confrontation. Now they're suing. I want to tell you something, folks. Listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. When the police tell you to do something, you will comply. You may not like it. You may not want it. It may piss you off. It may ruin things. But believe you me, we can deal with that later. And it will be dealt with. You can file your complaints. You can have your fits. You can sue. You can do whatever you feel necessary. Make up performances, whatever. But when the police tell you to do something, it is in your best interest to fucking comply. You're not in charge. You are not the boss, band director. And you failed to listen. It could have been a safety issue. There could have been something going on you weren't aware of, hardhead. You failed to listen. You wouldn't listen. You chose to obstruct and to challenge the law. And now you're bitching and playing the victim. I don't feel the least bit sorry for you, man. You did not comply. You set a bad example for those kids. Did show them a good example in the fact that you see what happens when you don't listen to the police. When they're trying to keep somebody safe, including your own ass, it's in your best interest to listen, hardhead. Or you're going to find yourself in fucking jail. You want to fuck up your whole weekend being a stupid Go right ahead. Or you can pocket that fucking pride and be an adult and listen. When the police show up, you are not in charge. All right, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to um, just do some deer stands letter here. I'm not playing the opener or anything. I'm just going to do some deer stand letters. You know, I got a new wood stove put in this morning, and 
I want to say thanks to Andrew and the guys out there at the fireplace for putting this sucker in for me. It is a beauty. I really appreciate the work they did. I, I had an old one that I put in myself about 15, 20 years ago, and we just swapped it out. And um, Anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm tired and bitchy, so I'm going to half-ass my uh, Dear Stan letters today. We're just going to cut straight to it. Let's do it. Dear Stan, I was adopted. Can I ask my biological mother for money? I don't know. Does she have any? That's the question. I mean, if your biological mother is loaded, I mean, I'd ask regardless, but I mean, well, let me read the letter. Would it be wrong to reach out to my biological mother for financial help? I was adopted when I was just two months old. I was lucky to have wonderful parents, but they are in poor health, and it's affecting both of them physically. You realize that's what poor health does, right? It affects you physically. Yeah. You know what that you know what's usually at the end of it? Death. I'm going into debt helping them out financially. They're on a fixed income that barely covers their expenses, but it covers them. What are you spending your money on? Online gaming forum and shit? Are you sure they're not taking advantage of you? What was the question? We see each other occasionally. My birth mother sold her house and isn't hurting financially right now. I don't want to sound entitled. I just need some help and I'm prepared for a no. Then why are you asking me? You had the guts to write this fucking letter. Ask her. I have no doubt she'll want to help you. I have no doubt she'll want to help you. As long as you don't take advantage of her, she'll always want to help you. Absolutely. Thanks for the letter. And I don't know what all that other shit was about, but good luck to you. Dear Stan, my husband, Dan. Oh, God, another fucking Dan? We separated for four months. We have now, re- we have now reunited. However, this, however, his son, Ryan, told me he never wants to see me again. I wrote him a letter, expressed my remorse, and invited him to visit, but I've received no response. Ryan shuns me now. My husband is going to invite him to visit, but I don't know how I deal with it. I don't want to be his hostess. What should I do? Just be yourself. Stop trying to control the uncontrollable. Be your fucking self. Just You just be you. That is always the best policy. Honesty. You just don't be fucking fake because then you have to put on fake every fucking time. That's stupid. Just be you. That way you can relax. And if you relax, Ryan might relax. Yeah. What did you do to piss him off? Did you fuck him? I'm just curious anyway. Uh, Send me a private message on that one, would you? Thanks for the letter. Near Stan, I was recently discharged from the hospital. Oh, whoop-de-doo. Family members have told my husband to call if there's anything they can do to help. That makes one more thing for my husband to do. What? Make a phone call? What does that mean? Family members have told my husband to call if there's anything they can do to help, but that just adds one more thing for my husband to do. Call for help? What is this, day of the retard? I'd like to suggest a better way to help. Family members, please call and tell my husband what to do. 
what, what specifically you would like to do to help. Excuse me. Some examples, bring a meal, do an errand, set with me while my husband goes out to do errands. Set with me, hey, how about while your husband just goes to the bathroom to wax his carrot to that new swimsuit issue that just came out? I think the best thing anyone can do is bring a meal. <laughs> you fucking fat ass. Um, it's one less <laughs> It's one one less thing for the caretaker to have to do. Boy, you know, aren't you supposed to be sick and dying or something? Ha! The food doesn't have to be homemade. Gee, I'm just so relieved. I'm not going to be required to get up every day and make buttermilk biscuits from scratch, you picky bitch. Patient caregivers still have to eat. Who are you talking about feeding, them or you? Thank you, Stan, for letting me make this point. Happy to be home. Yeah, I don't know where that is. Is it anywhere around Henrietta? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm teasing. I'm glad you're home, too, and thanks for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the Stan the Joke Man Show. Make sure, (laughs) after you're done finger-banging yourself or humping your fists this evening, if you don't have anything else to do before you go to bed, tune in to Bombing Down Poinsettia. I don't know what people do at night. I, yeah, My wife and I go to bed separately, so she beats me to bed every night, so I'm never able to get in there and do any of that stuff. But what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Tonight, 8 p.m., Bombing Down Poinsettia, Chapter 19. I'm going to keep it. I'm not going to give you the name of the title. It's coming up this evening. It's a good one, okay? Of course, that's the audio version, a little shorter audio version of a, a copywritten text of a book I wrote many moons ago about the... Uh, Time and years are spent in Hollywood, California as a kid. It's this evening, 8 p.m. Stan, the Joke Man Show. We'll be back on Friday. Hi, Day. Can you tell I'm fucking stoned? No. Does it, can you tell? <laughs> Rock and roll your Thursday. Burn your shit solid. See you Friday. Hi, Day. Till then. Bye, Candios, me amigos. Are these times contagious? I've never been this bored before. Is this the prize I've waited for?